thrilled today to have Naomi with us uh, on the podcast. Uh, Naomi was in ministry here in Whitchurch uh, and is now working with the Renew Wellbeing Charity. Uh, you're like head of Renew Wales or something. Now. <laughs> That's what you, yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she's, she's taken over basically <laughs> and has plans to take over Renew UK, I think is the plan. Uh, but Naomi, great to have you with us today. When you hear that kind of phrase, habit, how, how do you respond to that? I mean, what, what does that mean to you to try and build habits into your life? I think um, like any, well, lots of habits, especially at the beginning of a new year, don't we? we? We think, oh, we should be healthy eating. We should be doing more exercise. And you get all these ideas about habits and often they're things that um, slightly fill you with dread. But actually, I think... Um, with any habit, the, the way to sort of make it um, sustainable is to find the thing that works for you best. Mm. And um, well, that's certainly what I my experience has been. Do you know what I mean, that find those little niche bits that actually work. And so like when we're thinking about um, spiritual habits, um, we all know it's good to pray. We all know it's good to be in God's word. But how we do that, I think um, if we can find those little things that just really resonate with us, yeah. um, then actually it's easier to develop it into into a habit and not be filled with dread thinking, oh, I haven't done my my daily devotion or whatever. So um, I think it's being honest about who we are and, and how we do that. Mm-hmm. And, and how does that land for you in terms of how, how you are what, what kind of habits do you think have really been really helpful for you so um my husband and I for example we tend to pray at the end of the day um mornings for us are uh, are not great because often we're up at different times we're going to different commitments and things mm-hmm. but um we've found for us it's really nice at the end of the day the last thing we do is to is to pray together and you know just to hand back the day to God, thank him for the things that have been good, mm. talk about anything we're struggling um, with with God, and then just lay the, the day to rest with him. And that for us has worked um, really well and is, for me, a nice way to then go off to sleep. Um, but I know other people are up at five o'clock in the morning, that just would not work for me. Um, but alongside that as well, there's um, I, I find going out um, for a walk and being in God's creation, I find that really, really helpful. And um, that's something I started doing in COVID, actually, you know, when, when we could only do that one walk a day, <laughs> um, I used to go out and just find actually just being in God's creation would often lead me into into prayer. And as I'm walking along, it helps me sort of empty my mind or just to, to process things and, and almost have a conversation with God in my head about, you know, the things I'm thinking about. Um, so I wouldn't say I managed to do that every day. I'd like to, but um, I do try and do that at least a couple of times a week. Hmm. Um I guess when it comes to God's word, for me, it's been really helpful having some sort of devotional or something just to to get me in there um, and get me thinking about things. So um, this year in particular, I've um, chosen um, a book called um, Known by Hills Gray. Ah, And um, it's basically a 365 day devotional um, Mm. looking at identity, uh, you know, who we are in God and who God is. Mm. Um, It's broken down. There is, you know, something 
per day um but what i really like about it is if i've missed a day she does a like a weekly theme so i can always have a longer time at the end of the week and catch up yeah. um whereas in the past sometimes i've tried things and like if you get behind then it can become really discouraging can't it and you think oh no oh, i'm behind and yeah. and sometimes that's caused me to give up or miss bits out mm. whereas this mm. i'm finding really helpful and it's basically she there's a scripture reading she gives a thought but then at the end um she gives you things to pause and think about and reflect on or to ponder um so there's bits that where she says push in um and gives you like questions to sort of for you to process and mm. and that sort of helps helps me yeah just have well take my my thought where god's taking uh taking me if that makes sense it sort of allows I'm in a passage and then what's God saying to me through this and and then I might do some journaling um I find that a helpful way of just recording some of the things that I think God is saying to me mm. but um when I say journaling I, I'm not talking essays and, and things it if someone else was reading my journal I don't think it would make any sense at all you know it's sort of odd words and thoughts and it might be a, even a word from a worship song that just um is particularly resonant with me that week mm. um and and pictures as well actually um i um when i was on um sabbatical one of the things i did was go out and take um pictures of things that really spoke to me of god mm. um, and so sometimes i'll go back to that book and um just use those images to mm. you know see what i think god's saying to me at, at this particular time mm. um so they're they're probably the the main um things i do um but then i do have um an accountability group as well um, mm. which helps me with the sort of the discipline of it. So we meet um, monthly, um, sometimes fortnightly if, if people are going through harder times. Um, mm. But that's been really good. There's this four of us, we meet together, we talk about life and then we pray together. And um, in that, you know, we, we cover everything, um, mm. our, our real struggles and we encourage each other, you know, those times where you're feeling a bit um, empty Mm. Um, having other people alongside you to really help you um, just walk with you. I think that's been so important for me. Mm. Mm. Um, and, and that sort of encourages me to, to keep up with my other spiritual practices as well. Do you know what I mean? Because I think, no, actually, it is worth keeping, digging into God's word, even if I'm struggling at this time or, or whatever. So, yeah, I think they're, they're the main things that, that I thought, sort of found helpful. Mm. Um, I think um, you mentioned there about having a group that you, you meet with and, and talk with and it, I think the first thing you mentioned was um, you and John praying together um, and I think sometimes we have this sort of myth that we it's got to be sort of me and God kind of thing or mm. I've, I've got to get it right on my own uh, or I've got to do it on my own and and there is there is space for that, there's a call for that definitely. Yeah, right. Um, but what we get from doing it with others is massive, isn't it? You know, the sort of the, uh, the rhythm that it brings it, just, mm -hmm. just knowing that others are, are going to be there at that time or that's how we're yeah. going to end the day. Uh, but just learning from other people as well, just hearing like they're, like you were talking about sharing everything, the struggles mm -hmm. and everything. Uh, we, we desperately need to be able to do that, don't we, with people? Yeah. And I think that's something I've, I've learned a lot through my new job. Um, mm. because that's something that Ruth and uh, my boss really really encompasses and um, as she was setting up the first Renew space it was really because of that of, of wanting to to be able to connect with God and be in God's presence but realizing there are times when it is difficult to do that by ourselves mm. Um, mm. and um, and so yeah practicing being in God's presence together has been a, a, a big a big bit of that and 
yeah encouraging one another in it definitely that mm. has been has made a big difference um and i think you know we were doing um the a to z a to z um book club um, the british version yeah 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 and um that's got like an a to z of well-being things but a yeah. lot of that in our conversations came back to how, how we um actually do it better with one another it's you know yeah. it's hard just to keep going on your own yeah. and although as you say there is a place for that having those alongside you really does make the journey um easier i think yeah yeah definitely uh, i love what you said about the jiddling as well that um sometimes all the photography i presume you mean when you were yeah, that I do. yeah yeah uh, with the camera um it's trying to capture you know something to try and say yeah god was god was doing something there or god was prompting something mm -hmm. and um whatever else i do with it i don't want to i don't want to lose it somehow yeah have you journaled for a long time is that something you do regularly or occasionally or? i tend to have bouts if i'm honest that there'll mm -hmm. be times where you know I'll, I'll have lots of things and then and then there might not be so much for a while um but um I often do come back. So um, last year I went on and we had a, a renew retreat. And as mm. I was walking down through, um, we were um, near oh, um, Lee Abbey mm. and um, we were walking along the coastline there. And everywhere I went, there seemed to be this um, juxtaposition between the light hitting the rocks um, and the beach and just darkness, obviously the shadows. Mm. And that just really spoke to me of, of the juxtaposition in our Christian lives of you know the joy and the sorrow and yeah. and often yeah. there is the shadow of um, the valley um yeah. and you know but God is there as well as in the light and I think it's things like that so I, I've captured that in a picture and I'll often go back to that and then I'll find that God will reveal something else to me through that same picture but yeah mm -hmm. um I, I I find visual things really helpful yes. um, and yeah and challenging at times as well actually mm -hmm yeah definitely and i think um i've obviously grown up in sort of baptist life and sort of protestant circles and we can be wary sometimes of like using things like images or whatever or that kind of thing and, and we could be very word focused uh but god made us you know three-dimensional beings didn't he you know mind soul body spirit strength um and, and all of that hopefully increasingly is, is open to god and we are opening all of that to god and, and he will speak in all these incredible ways yeah I'm, I'm often struck um been reading it recently the the call of jeremiah um in the first couple of chapters you almost see god sort of training him in the prophetic and taking him to this place and saying oh what do you see um and jeremiah just says what he sees and and, and god says yeah and then it kind of interprets it you know, for him or applies it. Uh, and I think if we would just offer God what we're seeing and be yeah. open to what he's saying through it. And of course, later in the book, then you read Jeremiah saying things like, thus says the Lord. And I think I'd love to know that what the process was, <laughs> you know, what you saw that got you there. Because, um, yeah, yeah he, he definitely grew in the prophetic, didn't he? Mm. Yeah. And I think what's lovely in those moments is um, when you just feel those God touches, something just speaks to you and you, and it is individual and you realize it's that personal nature of god you know yes. that, that yes. he speaks to you through that thing because he knew that that would touch you if that makes sense yeah. um and yeah it comes back to our individuality but when you have when you feel that um it makes the habit um almost um you you want to do it it's more exciting because you then you feel like you're getting a response from god as well <laughs> yes yeah. yeah yeah it's a little bit like when um you see it sometimes on i'm 
I, I, I love that TV show Time Team. They're just digging for ages, and the excitement when they find something. You think, yeah, you could have given up like five minutes before and, and missed that thing, but you are right. There's an incredibly um, it's a, the personal nature of it is, is incredible, and so I, I find myself literally going back to places where I've, I've experienced God prompting or nudging or speaking, um, because there is and there's nothing spiritual or, or holy or different about the place except that for me that's where it was yeah uh, definitely yeah it's really interesting I when I was going through um one really tough time mm. um I almost felt God say come come away with me mm. and um there was a place when I used to live in Torquay um that I really just used to feel the presence of God more than other places like you mm. say that there is nothing magical about it but for some reason that that place just was one of the thin places for me. It just feels yeah. like the heaven, heaven and earth touch. And, um, you know, so then I just felt like I had to respond and go to that place. So I drove down to Torquay and um, stayed with friends that I could go and just spend some time with God in that place. And yeah. it's listening for that invite from him sometimes as well and responding to it, I think. Um, yeah. And finding places that you do, you know, that just speak to you of, of God's creation or, or whatever it is that draws you close to him again it's the physicality that can actually make you feel closer to him at times i think yeah and, and we see this don't we like early on in the old testament about people putting down a marker you know like building an altar yeah. uh wanting to represent yeah this something happened here you know god moved here and, and every time i walk past it i want to be reminded oh yeah uh, that was it definitely yeah amazing uh, you, you mentioned there about um the idea of, of thin places Mm. Uh, for, for people who aren't sort of familiar with that concept what, what, what does that phrase sort of mean do you think well so I would say something like Felder Brennan is like that as well it's it's just somewhere where I think you just sense the presence of God mm. more than other places which I can't explain why mm. except that there is generally a, a real presence of prayer around there so Felder Brennan for example is a retreat house in Wales and mm. you know there's been an awful lot of prayer in that place mm. but they're just places where you just get there and for, well for me there's just a complete sense of peace and yeah yeah, you, yeah it, it's it's odd <laughs> yeah. and and it's hard to sort of put into words but I think if you've ever been to one of those places you you know it <laughs> um mm. It, I, I don't know whether it is just because they're places that people have taken time and stopped and prayed and um, something of, of that that prayer life is left behind. I, I don't know. But um, yeah, there are some very special places that I found um, uh, that, that, yeah, I, I just find I connect with God more than, than other places. Um, yeah. But he is everywhere and you can connect yeah. with him everywhere. So it, it doesn't really make sense. But it, it yeah. For me, that's I, what I've found, yeah. I've seen it with this a while ago, and uh, the, the only picture I could come up with was, because uh, some things are difficult to put in words, aren't they? Mm. But like, um, uh, not far from us, from where we live, there's a field where we used to walk the dog with the kids. Um, and it's just a massive empty field. You could walk up it any way you want to, but there's a path that's been carved out by the way that people have gone. Mm. Um, and it's not a formal path, it's just that's way, the way people walk. And, and I think, that gets close to what makes something a thin place is this is just a well-trodden path yeah um you could walk anywhere in the field of course you could but you can see where people have been before um 
at the start of um, this year, we as churches in the area praying together into a particular vision. Um, and there's a particular place associated with this vision. And so a bunch of leaders went up there to pray. Mm. Um, and I tried to say to them, I, I don't think it's because of the place, but somehow it just felt right to go there to pray. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know if the place somehow focuses your prayer or because you could meet here or anywhere yeah. you know, just to pray about that vision. But somehow being there, it's um, I think it's a bit like the gift of, you know, laying out of hands in, in the New mm. Testament. Again, that's a that's a kind of a mystery as to why that's, you know, encouraged or, or, or what quite is happening. Um, but there's something focused about praying for this person. You know, you're kind of you're touching this person and there's something about that. And I think that's what these places are. They're touching points somehow. Yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah. 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 Amazing. Oh, well, thank you so much for, for taking time to chat to us. It's been so good to talk. Oh, well, thank you too. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure we got into stuff you weren't expected to talk about. Like, <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> it just all comes out, doesn't it? <laughs> no, but thank you. It's been really good to chat. Good to chat to you too. Good luck. Bye.